Praise God, praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. Why don't we go straight to prayer? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord God, we praise you in this magnified and most glorious name, O oh Lord. We thank you so much for this day that you have made, O oh Lord, for we shall rejoice and be also oh glad in it, O oh Lord. As we've gathered here, O oh Lord God, to partake of your word today, we ask that Holy Spirit will just speak to us in your own special way, O oh Lord. We pray that every single listener here today, O oh Lord God, will, will hear from the Holy Spirit and be guided in the words that are about to come forth here today, O oh Lord. We just praise you and just magnify thy most glorious name. I give it to you, O oh Lord God, for all your honor and glory and praise. Take it where you will. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. Praise God, praise God. I hope you're all uh, enjoying and progressing nicely in this new season that we have ahead of us. And uh, we've, uh, we've really had some glorious times uh, with God here over the last uh, few weeks and everything. And uh, over the last couple of sermons, he's been giving us some really some awesome insights um, for 2022. You know, we've, uh, we've, we've looked back at uh, 2021 and realized that there were some challenges and also we many of us have had many victories and we don't want to take baggage from 21 into 2022. And we talked about also not falling for the lies that the devil would try to throw our way. Amen. Because the lies are plentiful, you know, and um, as 2022 is, uh, is promising to be a, a year of bounty for us children of God, a year of blessings for us children of God, the enemy he would try to tell you otherwise. He would try to get you to believe that uh, God is not there, that all is, you know, hopeless and so forth and so on. But uh, we know that we have an awesome God and a God who loves us and cares for us. And so we're going to go into 2022 and we're going to do what God tells us to do. And we're going to be victorious in the mighty name of Jesus, you know. So, um, so with that, I say to you, uh, you know, the question is, what, what goals do you have for 2022? You know, what plans do you have? You know, you know we, we need to think on that. Where are we going in 2022? Okay. What things did you start in 2021 that maybe didn't materialize yet? You know, haven't materialized. Or what plans do you have for 22 that you want to continue working on? And uh, where is it that you really want to go? You know, have you established goals for yourself? You know, even though we are Christians and we're, we're children of God and we know that God is the provider of everything in our lives, we still want to be make sure that we're, we're planning and that we have, have goals, okay? And whatever plans that you do have or whatever direction that you are indeed seeking, it starts with committing your plans for the new year to the Lord. Okay, that's where it starts. We cannot expect to be successful in 22 without having God at the helm. Okay, he has to be the captain of our ship. Amen. As he uh, guides us into this year. Like I said, there will be challenges. Jesus said that we will have tribulations. Okay, but he's greater than those tribulations. Okay, and so we just need to make sure that whatever comes our way, that uh, we're, we're taking guidance from the Lord, you know, to make sure that we can we can uh, uh, benefit from what God tells us, okay? It's, it's just simply foolish to enter into a plan, enter into 22 without preparation, okay? We need to have some preparation. They have to do some planning. Uh, uh, planning is, is important. As, as with everything has to do with our lives, the Word of God always speaks soundly on it, okay? So with that, why don't we turn in our Bibles to Luke 14, verse 28. Luke 14, verse 28. 
And with that, be a good time to say, now, if you don't have your Bible, why don't you hit pause and go and get your Bible and then come back and, and resume. It's, uh, it, it's important. It's beneficial to you to have the Word of God uh, either electronically on your tablet or on your phone or a paper Bible in front of you so you can read these scriptures along with us and see that this is just not me speaking, <laughs> amen, that we're reading from the Word of God, amen, and highlight, you know, mark passages and scriptures as Holy Spirit so guides for future reference because you'll be surprised how the Word of God has a way of coming back to you, okay, when you, especially when you most need it, okay, so Luke 14 and starting with verse number 28, we're talking about planning. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counts the cost, whether you have sufficient to finish it, okay, lest happily after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going to make war against another king, sits not down first and consults whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him that comes against him with 20,000? Or else, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends an ambassador, or an ambassador and desires conditions of peace. So likewise, whosoever be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. Okay, so what he's saying here, he's talking about planning. Okay, and he's using as an analogy, he says in verse 28, For which of you, intending to build a tower, sits not down first and counts the cost, whether you have sufficient to finish it, unless, happily, unless, after he laid the foundation, he's not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him. Amen. So planning here from, from the beginning is very, very important. It talks about building a tower. I know when my, my wife and I built our, our home and everything, I mean, of course, obviously we had a contractor come in to do it. There was a lot of planning that went into it. Okay. Obviously it starts with the bank and so on like that, but we met with the contractor. We looked at his drawings. Okay. Every single step of the way uh, uh, in that developmental process, we worked with him and there was, there was planning. You know, you know, if this wasn't going to work out here, then I want and move it over here but it was the planning we simply just didn't they didn't hire somebody and say okay here you know go forth and, and, and start building without knowing whether or not we had the money <laughs> okay whether or not we had the bank behind us and so forth had a mortgage all set up and so on so it takes planning so what God is saying is that if you don't do that if we had not done that God knows what would have happened to the construction of our home and yeah we probably would have been marked been mocked you know yeah 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 pastor Mike went on to build this house and boy oh boy it's a disaster look at it did you see it? You know, this is the roof leaks and so on. God knows what. And I'm sure we all know stories. And I pray that it hasn't happened to you where you started to build a house or you started to go enter into contract and you didn't do the planning and maybe you had some problems along the line. Okay. And, and it happens from time to time. All I'm just saying is if it did, that you learn from that lesson, especially for relative to what the word of God is telling us of which of you intending to build a tower sits not down first and counts the cost, whether you have sufficient to, uh, sufficient to finish it. Okay. So God is emphasizing here the importance of planning and this is what we must do. But of course, this planning has to be involving God. Okay. And I might add to when my wife and I, I were planning to build the house, our house, and so there was a lot of consultation with the house, with, with the Lord, okay, I mean, a whole lot of, even down to which contractor to choose to build it, because contractors are a dime a dozen, but not all of them are good contractors, amen, and the Lord, and, and I won't take you down the road of what 
miraculous things happen step by step to make us land with this contract as opposed to another one who was trying to, to sell us the world and so forth. But the Holy Spirit entered in and guided us every single step of the way, okay? So this is what we must do with God. We cannot enter into our plans and our goals for 22 without having God to guide us because God knows where the pitfalls are. Okay, God knows. Just like God showed us with the contract, that, with this other contract that we ultimately we did not use, showed us where the pitfalls were. Okay, so God will do the same thing for you in 22, whatever it is that you're planning. But you just have to make sure that you're doing it. So therefore, what am I saying? You have to commit your plan to God. Okay, we have to commit our works to the Lord. Okay, and with that, why don't we go to Proverbs 16. Proverbs 16, verse number 3. Proverbs 16, thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 16, verse number three, sorry, verse number three, okay? You've got plans for 22, okay? We're talking about, okay, you've, you've agreed so far, maybe you've agreed with me, yeah, you need to plan. The first thing you've got to do is commit that plan, even when it's a, a thought in our minds, before you put anything to paper, you've got to commit that plan to God. Number three, uh, Proverbs 16, verse three says, commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts will be established. Okay. Commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts will be established. Can't get any plainer than that. Okay. God is saying to commit your plans to God. Okay. Thy works, well, your plan is your work. Commit thy works or commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts will be established. All right. So if you want your thoughts to be established in a successful manner, the first thing we have to do in 22, whatever it is that you're planning for 22, whatever goals that you have, let's commit that to the Lord. Lord, this is where I want to go. This is what I'd like to do, Lord God. I want to commit this thought to you. Please guide me. You know, one of the things you might even ask God, you know, is this first of all a sound plan? Should I be going in this direction? Okay. Then God will tell you what things do you need to do? If this plan is involving finances, do I have the finances, Lord? Where will the finances come from? First of all, is this a sound plan? If it's something you're trying to develop, be it a business or whatever it is might, you might be planning on going into, is there a market? Is there a market for this business? Okay. Or if, if it's a plan where you need to, to, to redirect your spiritual energies more in line with God, that for 22, you want to make a recommitment to God, which is very, very important. If by any chance you strayed away, or maybe you just got lukewarm. I'm not saying that you jumped into just out and out sin, but maybe you got a little lukewarm in the Lord. Maybe you, you strayed away from church. Amen. Amen. Maybe you haven't been reading your Bible as much as you should. Maybe you haven't been praying as much as you should. Okay. So for 22, maybe your plan and your goal is to get more connected with God. Okay. So commit that to him. Lord, establish my steps. Do I need to start a Bible reading plan? Okay, whatever it may be. You know, do I just need to start getting up at whatever time that you get up and head on out to church? You know, and should I just, you know, establish a schedule to tune into these podcasts if these messages are helping you? You know, or whomever you may be listening to. Hopefully, you know, you're finding good, good, you're finding the word from, the, you know, from a source that is Holy Spirit driven and so forth. But maybe that's, that's your plan. But in either way, it starts with committing that to God. Okay. And remember what we said about commitment. This is you actually turning something over to God. Commit thy works to him, okay? We also see if you go to Psalm 37, 5. Psalm 37. 37, 5. Okay? And again, we talk about committing. 37, 5 says, 
Commit thy way to the Lord. If you don't have an underline in your Bible, please un underline it. Okay, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Okay? As he, as he shall uh, bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. Okay? So don't worry about those, those people that you see prospering, that are not believers or are unbelievers. Okay, okay, just think about committing your way to the Lord. As it says in verse number five, trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Okay, and remember what we say commitment means. Okay, commitment means that you're giving it to God. I always use the example of, you know, you've heard the expression that, you know, that person was committed, you know, to the sanitarium because they had so many issues, psychological issues and so forth, and, and, and the, the, the person, the human being, couldn't, couldn't help them. They didn't have the wherewithal uh, uh, to deal with the person that needed, that had to be committed, okay? They didn't have the, the, the expertise, the, you know, the background, the, the professional training or where, whatever it may have been, they couldn't do it. So they said, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to, unfortunately, I have to commit this person to the, uh, to the uh, psychiatrist, to the sanitarium, you know, and, and, and saying that, doing that, is saying that I know that these professionals, okay, in that facility, they have the wherewithal, they have the training, they have the, the, the medical uh, 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 training if needed, they, they, they have the, the source of, of prescriptions, you know, or whatever the person may need, but but you, I, don't have that, that ability, so therefore I'm going to commit that person to this institution that does have the ability to do it, okay, and it's, it's an institution that I trust, that I know will do a good job. Okay, so this is when we say that we're committing our way to the Lord. That means that I'm giving it to you, God, because I've tried to fix it and I can't. I tried to fix it and I can't. And God knows that if you had a plan in 22, that in, in, uh, in 21, that did not work for you, and you wound up pulling your hair out about it, then obviously if you could have pulled it off, you would have pulled it off. Okay, so maybe you were simply unable to do it. So, so for 22, let's make, a, make it a plan. If you have a new plan or if it's a continuation of your uh, 2021 plan, start this year, start this season, start this journey by committing it to God, by saying, God, I tried to carry it in 21, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Lord, I'm going to commit it to you. Why? Because what does it say? Trust also in him. Why, Lord? Because I trust you. I trust you. I trust you, and I know that you shall bring it to pass, okay? So, so what are you going to do in 22? What, what are you planning for 22? Start with, start with consulting God and committing that plan to him, okay? Because he will guide your steps, all right? And, and I tell you, you know, the more, the more befuddled or uncertain you are about this plan, about this goal for 22 that you have, okay, the more impossible it seems but, but, but you have this burning in your spirit that you know that this is what I want to do. You know that this is what I need to do. The, the, the more befuddled you are, the more that shows that you need God, okay? That you have to commit this thing to God. You can't do it yourself. If you could, you would have, okay? If that plan is lingering from 21, if you could have brought it to pass in 21, you would have, okay? So, so don't go into this new season by trying to do it yourself, by trying to do it alone. That's the key word. By trying to do it alone, God is with you. Okay, you see, and God knows your heart. Okay, you don't think God knows what it is that you're planning to do, what it is that you'd like to do. Okay, you don't think God saw what happened with you back in 21. All right, you don't think God knows that this is the desire of your heart, but God is waiting for you. God is waiting for you to come to Him and say, Heavenly Father, this is what I'd like to do, Lord. First of all, is it what I should be doing? You know, is it, is it what I should be doing? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> 
Some of you know the story and whatnot, but 20 years ago when we left New York and decided to come to Oregon here, believe you me, this was a lot of major planning. And the first question that I asked the Lord, Lord, is this what I should be doing? Is this what I should be doing? Okay. I just didn't just pop up and go and say, even though there was a calling, you know, by friends and folks that I knew here in Oregon to come and plant a church in Oregon. I still said, Lord, is this what you want me to do? You know, does it make sense for me to do this? And I won't get into the long story because it's a long story, but, 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 but God paved every single way, every single step, every single step of the way. Finding, finding a house here in Oregon, getting the kids who were younger at the time in school, into college. And my, my daughter was uh, in middle school, I believe it was at the time. We're talking about over 20 years now. Amen, amen. But, but it starts with a plan, okay? Okay, it starts with a plan. And me giving that plan to God, okay? Even though in my spirit it felt like a good move, I was not going to make that move unless I knew for sure that God was behind it. Okay, and as I went forth in committing that plan to him, God gave me gave me road signs along the way. He gave me confirmations along the way, okay, to let me know that yes, I was doing what God wanted to do. Okay, I, I wanted me to do. Amen. So it starts with him twenty two. Start with the plan, commit that plan to God. Commit it to plan the plan and say, Okay, Lord, how shall I go about doing this if this is what you want me to do? If this is what you want me to do, because God may actually come back and say to you. The plan that I have for you is not that. The plan that I have for you is not that. So what do you do if indeed the plan, the goal, the desire that you're submitting to God is not what you want to do? What do you do? What you do is you abandon that plan. You abandon that plan. Because you know that if God is, is wanting you to abandon a plan, to drop that plan, he has something else in mind for you. Okay? And you know that, that if God has something else in mind for you, then that means, oh boy, oh boy, you just do what God tells you to do, and then you just sit back and, and coast through it. Okay? If you run into any obstacles, God will bring you around or through those obstacles. But if you're doing what God wants you to do in 22, then you'll be blessed, and you will indeed be successful in pulling off that plan. Amen? Amen? But if you keep on doing what I want to do, doing what I want to do, then it will not be so successful. You, you, you'll struggle. You'll struggle. Especially if it's going against what God really wants you to do. Amen. Amen. So commit that plan to God and, and, and especially asking God, is this what you want? Is this a good plan? Because then he'll tell you. Then he'll tell you. But it starts with committing it to him. Okay? If we go to Proverbs uh, chapter 3, Proverbs 3, and start with verse number 5. Okay, I was talking about trusting in God, committing it to him, and then trusting it to him. Verse number five says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Okay, there it is again, trust in the Lord. Okay, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, with all thine heart. Don't be half-baked about it. Okay, don't be half-baked about it. And you're committing this thing to God. You commit it to him. And you say, Lord, I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to trust you. I'm committing this to you. And, and, and I know that whatever you tell me to do will be the right thing to do. Okay? Okay. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not onto your own understanding. Don't you try to figure out and second guess what God is going to say. Okay? Okay. I trust this thing to you, God. Um, Lord, 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 I want to build this house. 
the contractor that's coming across my path. I know, I, I know this may be the guy that you're sending me, but however, my understanding, this guy over here is offering me better rates. He's offering me this, offering me that. Okay, then that, that, that's me getting, that's me uh, inserting my will and my thoughts and my thinking into the plan that I'm supposedly giving to God. Okay, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't be leaning on your own understanding. If God is putting, giving you input into this plan, this goal that you have for 22, don't lean on your thoughts. Don't lean on how you may have a gut feeling, you know, oh, gee, I feel like this is what I better do. Don't lean on your understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Okay. So each step of the way, each step of the way, as you have this goal, this plan, and you're laying it out and you're talking to God about it. And as things start happening, as things start happening, you know, you make sure you check back with God. Don't you start making decisions based on what you feel is the right thing to do. Okay. Don't lean on your own understanding. Okay. You, you, you run into a crossroads in this plan and development of this plan is a crossroad, whether to go to the left or to the right. Okay. Don't lean on your understanding. You acknowledge God by going to him and saying, Lord, I'm at a crossroad here. Should I do this or should I do that? Okay. Okay. And you know what? He will direct your path. He'll tell you to take the road to the left or take the road to the right. He will tell you, he will tell you. Okay, most assuredly, he will tell you, okay? But this is, this is trusting in the Lord with all your heart. All your heart means with every fiber of your being. Lord, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to give it to you, Lord. Okay? I'm not going to second-guess you. Guide my steps and my actions and my decision-making. Oh, saint of God, I, I, I can't overemphasize the fact that whatever it is that you're planning to do, whatever goal you have before you, and a, a decision is required. It is super, it is super, super imperative. It's a must that you go to God in making that decision. Okay? Okay? You, you, if it's a decision and it's an important decision, it's imperative that you take it to God. Don't lean on your own understanding. And he shall direct your path, as it says in verse 6. In all your ways, acknowledge him. That means every step of the way. In, in, all, your, in all thy ways, verse 6, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. Every step of the way, that means step by step, and he shall direct your path. You've got a decision to make. You make sure you acknowledge God, and you make sure you give it to him. You can trust in God because he has a plan in 22 just for you. Believe it, saint. God has a plan with your name on it. He has a plan with your name on it. Okay, okay. And God has the master roles of every human being on, on this planet. He has the master roles of every human being on this planet. He has a plan for every single individual on this planet. He has a plan for those that do not yet know him. He has a plan for them. The word of God says that he knew you before the foundations of the earth. So God has a plan for you. The problem is us human beings, many times we do not wish to follow God's plan for us. You've heard me say before, you heard me say before that God didn't want, want didn't want, want Hitler to, to, to perish without knowing him. God didn't want Mussolini to, to perish without knowing him. It's not God's will that any should live and die without knowing him. That's his will. But he gives us free choice. Just like you have free choice in 22, whether or not to commit your plans to him. That's up to you. But if you want to be victorious this year, you want to be victorious, especially if you had something in 21 that didn't materialize the way you wanted it to. And if you're bringing that same plan into 22, you better make sure you start 22 by committing it to God first. Let him guide you. Okay? And again, I say this could be a plan for, 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 for business, you know, you know for, for, for an education, you know, whatever it is you might be pursuing. For a fresh walk with the Lord. Okay? If, if you're praying about a ministry, 
You know, if you're a pastor out there and you're praying about where your ministry should go, try committing your ministry to God, especially in this day and age. Okay, okay. If you're a child of God who, who, who wants to know what you should do within your church, okay, how you should be involved, committed to God, and he'll direct your path. Amen. So this goes for whatever your goals and plans are, be they anything and everything that in, in, in involving, like I say, business, school, church, uh, your spiritual walk with the Lord, whatever it may be, commit that plan, commit those goals to the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you've got a goal to read the whole Bible in 2022, complete the whole Bible, commit that plan to the Lord. Amen. 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 And God knows there are plenty of read the read the Bible in one year type uh, uh, programs and apps and things online. But even that, if you're going to do, use one of those apps or programs to get you to read the Bible in one year, you make sure you pray about which one to use. Amen. Commit it to God. Commit it, commit it, commit it, commit it for 22. What are you planning for 22? Start with giving it to God. Okay. All right. And it, it goes on further to hear, to hear that, as you see, because, you, you know, you, you don't know what God plans for you entirely. You don't know. Okay, but God does tell you that he has good things. He thinks good things about you, for sure. Okay, and now if you go to uh, Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah 29, and we want to start with, go with verse 11. Okay. Getting ready to go to 22, and he's saying, gee, was I have this plan. And now, you know, Pastor Mike, you're telling me to commit my plan to God and see where he's going to take it and where he wants me to go. But how do I know where God's going to take me? Okay, well, if you're following God, you have nothing but good things to think about. Okay, verse 11, for I know the thoughts, this is God speaking, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. When you shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord. And I will turn away your captivity and I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again, bring you again into the place whence I caused you to be carried away captive. Okay. So he's talking about there is freeing, freeing Israel. That's what he's talking about there. But the main verses here is in verse number 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Then you shall call upon me. You shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. Okay. All right. So God is saying that I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. Okay. God does not think evil of you. God does not haunt, want evil to, to befall you. Okay. God does not want you involved or being in the midst of evil. He has nothing but good thoughts towards toward you. You know, trust him when he says, when he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. God is saying that he has good thoughts towards you. He doesn't think bad things towards you. He wants you to succeed in 22. He wanted you to see to succeed in 21. There were a host of reasons why maybe you did not um, accomplish what you wanted to. And that's between you and God and God can show you the way. And, you know, you know, reasons why. But don't don't worry about that. You know, like I said, leave 21 in the past. Many times I've said to you that that, that that we learn from our past, but we don't live in our past. OK, you learn from your past, but you don't live in it. OK, if you made mistakes in 21, you learn from that and you move on. But you don't dwell on any failures back there. Going into 22 here now, though. God is saying that, I, I'm telling you, I have good thoughts towards you. God is saying he has good thoughts towards you. He doesn't want you to fail. He wants you to succeed. Okay. You ever stop and think about it? We are his children, right? We are God's children. 
Okay. How does it appear if we as God's children are not successful? Okay. All right. All right. We're children of God. So therefore, when we are out and about talking to other people and, and, and the, the subject comes up and you say, yes, I'm a child of God, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, and so on like that, you, you know, hopefully you're living a life that, 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 uh, that exemplifies and, and glorifies God in your, in your life. So God has good thoughts towards you. If you are a representative, quote unquote, of him, he doesn't want you out there failing. Not at all. Not at all. He doesn't want you failing. All right. So whatever it is that you're planning for 22, okay, make sure that you're involving God. He says there in verse number 12, then shall you call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. It says that, and you shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Okay. So if you're really serious about this thing for 22, okay, search for God with all your heart. If you really mean it, pray unto him. And he says that he will answer you. All right. He has good thoughts towards you. He has good plans for you. All right. Okay. I love the way I love the way the NIV Bible uh, says it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. OK. All right. So he's got a plan to give you hope in the future. Sometimes we think that we know what God has in mind for us, but we can be so way off the mark in understanding what God has in plan. for us. We can be so wrong. We can be so wrong. Okay. Sometimes we think that we know better uh, than what than what God is planning for us. You know, sometimes we think God's plan for us is not a good plan. You know, I know what I want to do, so therefore this is what I'm going to going to pursue. Making a big mistake, Saint. Making a big mistake. If God has a plan for you, which He does, and you're praying, and God is starting to reveal that plan for you, you deviate away from that and go someplace else. You're making a big mistake. Amen. Because there's going to be struggles. We are free agents to make free free will choices. That's the whole thing with God. God can reveal his plan to you. You can choose to go some other way. God's not going to hypnotize you, mesmerize you, make you simply follow. Not at all. It's up to you. Okay. So in 22, make the right choice. God has a good plan for you. Sometimes we think that we know we know God's plan for us, but we don't know God's thoughts. Okay. You're, you're, you're not God. You're not God. So therefore, we have to trust him. We have to trust him all the way. All right. If we go to Isaiah uh, 55, Isaiah 55, thank you, Jesus, Isaiah 55, verse number eight, okay, speaking about thoughts again, he says, verse eight, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord, okay. Far as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than yours. For as the rain comes down in the snow from heaven and returns not thither, but but waters the earth and makes it bring forth in bud, that it shall it shall may uh, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing that, uh, where whereto I send it. Okay, all right. So our thoughts are not God's thoughts. You know, they're so vastly separated. The way we think and the way God thinks, they're so vastly separated. Okay, and God says that as surely as it rains and snows and so forth like that, His 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 word shall not return to Him for. In other words, His word shall not return unto Him without accomplishing that what it was intended to accomplish. So that means what God has intended for your life, it shall indeed accomplish it. Okay. 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 So, so I thought, don't, don't, don't start thinking that you can figure it out, because the way you think is not the way that God thinks. 
Okay, and it will surely send you send you off in, in, in a tizzy. All right, his word shall not return to him to him void to him void. Okay, that means that he can't lie to us. He can't. He will not because he simply can't. Now, can we can we hinder God's word? Yes, as powerful as God is, you've heard me say this before. As powerful as God is, we can handcuff him in a heartbeat simply by not believing and not following him and not trusting him. You can hinder him because you 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 are an agent of free will. You have the choice. Amen. Go into 22 making the correct choice. Amen. 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 So so we see that, uh, you know, Proverbs 16, 9 says, In their hearts humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Okay? Proverbs 16, matter of fact, let me go there real quickly here. Proverbs 16, 9. Because I think it would be good if you just, just mark this. A man's heart devises, verse 9, a man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Okay? Right. NIV says, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Okay? Right. Right. So if you've got a plan, again, that's just basically saying, you may plan your course and everything like that, but you make sure you give it to God because he's the one that can bring you, bring you through that step by step. Okay? And he will devise the way that you should go. Okay, you don't know the future, saying you may think you do, but you don't know the future. You may think that if I do this, then this is what's going to happen. Well, there could be an infinite number of reasons why if you do this, that 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 you think will happen won't happen. Infinite number of reasons why. God knows, though. Okay, so He can devise the way for you to go. Okay, we develop our our plans for our lives, but ultimately the best plan is God's plan. You go to Proverbs nineteen. Proverbs nineteen. 19 verse 20 and it says there hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end there are many devices in a man's heart nevertheless the counsel of the lord that uh that shall stand okay all right hear counsel and receive instruction that means let god counsel you receive his instructions there are many devices in man's heart in other words there are many things that we would choose to do in here Okay, there are many things that we would choose to do. Okay, nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. Okay, so we can choose and think that we should do this and that. Ultimately, the bottom line is that it's the Lord that shall make things become established in your life if you let him the way he wants it to be established. Okay, if that, okay. We can make our own plans and actually implement them, but because we have free will, God will let us pursue our own plans, and when they fail, he will bail us out if we let him. Okay. Okay, we go on and we try to we try to achieve what we think that we should be doing, and then we wind up failing. But God will bail you out if you let Him, and if you are smart enough as you're stepping along the way, that you're checking yourself. You're checking yourself by saying, "Okay, now, have I given this to the Lord? Have I given this to God? Is this is what I should have done? Should I have made that step or not?" Okay, all right. And if you do that, and God will say, "No, you shouldn't have gone to the left. You should have gone to the right." that then you turn and you go to the right, okay? And God will, of course, bring you through, okay? And we have to remember that everything with God's plan is in its time, it's in its season, okay? Alrighty, God knows the overall plan for our lives, and as we get there step by step, if we are not faithful to make sure that we're following him, then we wind up going, uh, going astray and doing things that we should not be doing, okay? Alrighty, and if we go to... Uh, to our, um, or we did Proverbs nineteen twenty one. Hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in the latter. 
make sure that you're doing that. All right. 2022 is a whole new season for us. It's a whole new opportunity. Wherever you were in 21, that's done. That's done. Okay. Okay. So the reason that, 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 that today I'm here speaking about the planning is because God gave us those insights, like, like I told you, about not bringing old baggage into 21, into 22 from 21. Okay. About not believing lies so readily out there. Okay. One of the plans that you may want to make about and pray about doing is to make sure, Lord, you know, you, you pray for discernment, pray for discernment so that you can hear and understand and separate truth from fiction. Okay, you can understand, uh, you can separate fact from fiction and truth from lies. Amen. Amen. That's a goal all of us should have for 22. Amen. Lord, bless me with discernment, O oh Lord God, so that I can understand, you know, what's being said before me, what I'm seeing before me, because I only want to keep my eyes and my thoughts focused on you, O oh Lord. I'm committing it to you, O oh Lord. I'm committing 22 to you. I'm committing my life to you, Lord. I'm committing my plans for 22 to you. Guide me, O oh Lord, in every single step of the way. Oh, help me to make decisions, O oh Lord God. If evil should come in my path, help me, Lord God, in 22 to identify it so that I don't make bad choices, so that, so that I don't make wrong decisions. Okay, Lord, I just want to be all that you want me to be in 22. You know, that's a simple prayer. Lord, I just want to be all that you want me to be in 22. Guide my steps, guide my thoughts, guide my actions. Okay, and then if you have a, a, a specific plan, you know, be it before business, uh, uh, where to send your kids for school, what to do with your kids for school with all of this stuff going on, you know, with COVID and school closures and mask wearing and all that, all that sort of thing in 22 that, that you want to pray about if it's, if it's troubling you, commit that to God and let him guide your steps and guide your actions and guide your decisions. Okay, at every single waypoint, if, there, if there's a, a fork in the road, then you ask God, which side shall I take left or to the right? Which road shall I take left or to the right? Amen. He's here for you. He's here for you. Okay. And from the day that you were born, according to the word of God, before you were born, God had a plan for you. On the day that you were born, then that plan started taking action. It started taking form on this physical plane that we call earth. It started taking form from the day that you were born. You took that breath of air and you screamed that cry in the hospital room or wherever you were born. Okay, that plan was beginning to unfold on the, in the physical realm. Okay, spiritually, God's plan for you was already in the works. So as you progress your plan in the physical realm, God then also wants you to develop spiritually. Okay, wherever you were in 21, in 22, God's going to take you to the next place if you are desiring to be there. If you are desiring to be there, God will take you to the next place with him. If you're tired of a, 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 a meaningless or, or, or borderline, you know, spiritual existence, uh, um, God can bring you into a fullness. God can bring you into a wholeness of spiritual existence with him, if you so desire, if you will. God will never violate our wills. He gave us freedom of choice. So choose you this day to move into this year, this season, this journey with God. Let him be your advisor. Let him be your advisor. Let, 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 let him be your paraclete, your comforter. Let him give you the wisdom. Oh Lord God. Let, let, let him share with you what he wants to share with you in 22. Okay. This should be part of all of our plans, all of our goals. That we want to grow closer in the Lord because it never ends. 
you know, everyone listening to the sound of my voice, that we've all been in the Lord for X number of years, whatever it's been, some longer than others, some shorter than others, we've all been, with the, and, and none of us are at the point that we can say we've learned it all because we haven't. It's a lifelong experience until the time that he calls you home, saint of God. It's a lifelong experience. And all we should desire to do is to get better and better and better at what we do with the Lord, what we do in the Lord. And that we start by doing that, by giving every single facet of our lives to God. If you didn't quite get there in 22, 21, this is 22. Give every facet of your lives to God. And then you shall see the plan that you have for 22. You shall see that it shall indeed unfold successfully. Okay? And if there, any, if there are any hiccups in the road, God will bring you through it so that your plan still shall be successful. Amen? 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 We go, we, in closing here, we go to Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and you probably know where I'm going. Verse number one, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Okay. Then the rest of it goes on, a time to be born and a time to die and so forth. Amen. But the main verse I want to focus on in closing is number one, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the sun. Okay. Under the heaven. Right. So, this, so, so this is another season for you. The season of 21 was what it was, was what it was, and now you're in a new season. And to everything, there is a season. So this can be a season of success for you. This can be a season of new journey for you. 22 can be a new season for your business, for your goal, for whatever plans that you have. It can be a new season. Let God go with you into that season. Let God take you through that season, knowing that he has good thoughts for you and good plans for you. Okay. There are seasons for all things, right? Okay. God has this plan. We must be sure to consult with God and seek his guidance so that we can be victorious in this season with, with all that it has to bring. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Again, I wish you a, a blessed and a happy new season. Okay? We kind of did New Year's last, last Sunday. Okay? But this time I say I wish you a happy and successful new season. Remember, with all of the goals that you have and all of the plans, commit it to God. Commit it to Him. And He shall indeed direct your path. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Uh, if you've been blessed by this message, um, why don't you please pass on the link uh, to this uh, website to to those folks that you love or even those that you may be having a difficulty with because God wants them to to learn of him and not to perish. Amen. So pass the link on. We can be reached at www.genesis1, one word, www.genesis1.net.sermon.net. Uh, Let me do that again. Sorry. www.genesis1.sermon.net. And if you look in the upper right-hand corner, you see a subscribe button. Click on that subscribe button, and you'll be notified automatically when these messages are available. Amen. Amen. Let us close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, O oh Lord, for this time that we've had with you, Lord. And now in the name of Jesus, we uh, go forth into the balance of the day and week ahead of us, O oh Lord God, making it important in our lives that we give our plans and our goals over to you in 22, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you so much for these words, O oh Lord God, and we simply wish to commit our way to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, God, I pray that you bless every single listener under the sound of my voice, O Lord God, and that your Holy Spirit will minister to them and guide them to where you want them to be, O Lord. This I pray in the name of Jesus. 
We thank you, Heavenly Father, and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God, praise God. Go forth and be blessed, and remember that Jesus is certainly Lord. And I sing praises to your name. Oh.